2: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Taking a walk. I think as an artist, we all go to extremes. Uh, I don't think there's an artist out there who likes to live in the middle of the road.
4: Welcome to this episode of Taking a Walk with your host, Buzz Knight. Today, Buzz is joined by actor, musician, activist, and author Corey Feldman. Corey has appeared in countless movie and television shows, and he got a start starring in a Clio Award-winning McDonald's commercial when he was just three years old. He was also on the New York Times bestseller list for his 2013 autobiography, Coreyography. He's always colorful, and he's got a lot on his mind, and we'll hear it all next with actor, musician, author, and activist Corey Feldman on Taking a Walk with Buzz Knight, next. Hi, Corey.
5: Hello. Hi. Thanks for being on, taking a walk, uh, virtually, but uh, nonetheless, thanks for being on, man. Hi, Buzz. How are you? Oh, great, Corey. Hey, congratulations on uh, the new song, Deceptive Deborah. Thank you very much. Yes, it's a very exciting single, a very exciting surprise. What a cheery, uplifting love song.
3: (laughs) Well, you know, I was feeling romantic... And I thought, what better for the Love Retours Tour than something super cheery and positive <laughs> that can make us all feel wholesome and wanted and needed? Uh, no, I'm joking. But, you know, hey, listen, love sometimes is a many-feathered bird, and it is not always a good feeling. Sometimes love can be a painful feeling, as we all know, and that's okay but it's something to talk about so that's what art is about art is about being subjective and putting our feelings down and getting them out there regardless of whether they're a positive or a negative experience and uh so therefore i try to be true to form
5: she got blood in her eyes you think you know her but you better think twice boy oh boy
3: um yes have you ever can met you... anybody like that before? Never.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Never. Of course not. Of course not. Can you um, talk yeah. about how how music can be this soothing force, but it also can be this um, tool that's the equivalent of hitting someone over the head with a two-by-four?
3: <laughs> well, you know, that it, it can be all of those things. At the same time, I don't think that's my intention. You know, this the irony of this is just as, as, as it were, uh, but in fact, um, you know, a lot of people are going to say, well, you know, did you write this about your wife because you're going through a breakup? No, I actually didn't write it about my wife. Uh, this is not about Courtney. It's just, a a true coincidence that this is what popped out because sometimes, you know, you don't know you're just writing something and sometimes things pop out. I have had a lot of deceptive Debra's in my life. Uh, So I think it's more of a figurative kind of term. I don't think it's really specified around one particular person. Uh, But yeah, but of course a lot of people will draw that connection.
5: So you mentioned art earlier and I was thinking, about the songwriting process comparing it to uh artwork would you classify yourself as uh Monet or Jackson uh, Pollock <laughs>
3: um i probably neither <clears throat> i would say definitely more on the gouty uh type side if anything maybe or uh salvador dali you know more of the um psychedelic art, I suppose, where you have to kind of think about it and it might have a double meaning. There might be going you know, more going on beneath the surface than you expect, looking for the multiple layers, being able to read something into it and getting something out of it. Because I think, you know, for me, when I write, I want to tell a story, but I also want to make sure that I leave somebody with some form of a message and it's usually a positive one uh even if it's sometimes you gotta keep your eyes open or watch your back or whatever you know it's cold hard truths can be tough but at the same time important lessons in life right so uh i think it's i think you know it's all about putting the message out there one way or another
5: looking back at your uh career um uh, well one of my favorite movies of all time is stand by me and um I was I was looking at the soundtrack of Stand By Me with so many great songs in there. Everything from uh, Every Day by Buddy Holly to Jerry Lee Lewis, Great Balls of Fire, and of course, you know the Benny King Stand By Me. Um, what are some of your favorite songs from Stand By Me, the movie?
3: You know, uh, I always loved Rock and Robin. Uh, I think that's that's a great one. Of course, that starts off the film at the very beginning with the, the treehouse scene. Um, and, uh, you know, I really like the lollipop bit, you know, that we did on the train tracks. That was fun as well. So it's a fun movie. And by the way, you know, we're on tour right now. Uh, we're We're hitting the U.S. We're getting ready. In about a week, we leave. And our first show is on Saturday, a week from Saturday in Northern California. So we're going to be all over the United States. And while we're on this tour, we do a f- section of the show, which we dedicate to the film soundtracks and, uh, you know, kind of going down memory lane. And that's exactly what we do. And we play stand by me actually is one of the songs during the show. So hopefully some of your listeners can make it out and see us live and get a chance to experience it. Cause it is a lot of fun. It's like a giant sing along and, uh, and, 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 Just as you said, it's like memory lane. Everybody chimes in and and sings along, and it's like kumbaya. It's lots of fun.
5: Yeah, and you're also on uh, some of the shows, I think. Aren't you paying tribute to Lost Boys as well?
3: That's right. Well, we go through, we do like a movie section of the show. Uh, So there's a lot, there's a lot of ground that we cover, you know, it's a big show, Uh, but we do some of the, you know, classic hits people want to hear going all the way back to the eighties. You know, some of the songs that I wrote for film soundtracks. And then of course, some of the stuff that, you know, has been popular in recent years, like my top 40 billboard songs and those kinds of things. And then we go through all the, the kind of classic film soundtracks, because there's, people forget, there's a lot of number one films associated with a lot of my films. Uh, so, uh, you know, those songs we're gonna be doing from Goonies to Stand By Me to Lost Boys, we kind of go through like the whole chronology of it. It's really fun, it's a, it's like a time machine. It's like getting into a time machine full of love and having a great positive experience. That's the uh, That's the mission.
5: That's awesome. How
3: did you learn the
5: um, importance in life of having really diverse uh, interests?
3: Well, I'll tell you what. First of all, I think as an artist, we all go to extremes. Uh, I don't think there's an artist out there who likes to live in the middle of the road um, because you wouldn't be an artist, you know, if you didn't feel on a very... um, heightened sense of awareness as an artist, if you weren't ultra sensitive, if you weren't, you know, ultra aware, um, have some kind of insight, then you wouldn't really have much to offer the rest of the world. The whole idea is being able to like, reflect and be able to write it down in some way, whether it's through a painting, whether it's through, uh, words, through, uh, poetry, through a script, through music, however, we can transcribe it. It's still an emotional exchange from one human to another. And that's why we're also petrified and terrified of AI, uh, because, you know, we're literally talking about computers taking over our emotions or our job to project those emotions.
5: So there's so much that you give to the world in terms of um, how you highlight many different causes and important things. And uh, I want to give you the time to talk about a few of those because I think it's important how you uh, put yourself out there for those.
3: Thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, look, I've, I've been working on many, many great causes through the years, you know, uh, but uh, we're very, you know, grateful that I, I've had an opportunity to do certain things. You know, there's a lot of different areas I work in, whether it's children's rights, protecting children, helping to change laws. Uh, I am an ambassador for Child USA, so I help to change laws in different states regarding statute of limitations. I've also helped change laws regarding animal rights. I do a lot of work with animal rights rights, uh, I've changed laws, actually, in fact, in Boston, uh, I uh, helped change uh, some veal laws, veal gestation crates, and uh, things like that in Boston, and, um, and pigs, I think we, we, we outlawed the, uh, the pigs not having enough room to turn around, things like that, so yes, we, we, I work in all sorts of different areas, but basically any way that I can to help children and animals, uh and, and the environment as well, you know, things things that don't uh necessarily have their own voice, I try to help them find one or lend mine.
5: Three of your favorite musicians that uh maybe you'd like to jam with in your career?
3: Oh, Paul McCartney, David Gilmore, and Billy Joel. Wow, that was definitive. Yes, I would give Pretty much anybody's belongings (laughs) to uh, be able to, uh, (laughs) including mine. Okay, fine, mine too, uh, to be able to work with any of those guys. (laughs)
5: That's awesome. Corey Feldman, thanks for being on Taking a Walk, man. Appreciate it. Good luck on the release and good luck on the tour, man.
3: Nice talking to you too, and I hope to see you guys up there in that area very soon.
4: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Taking a Walk podcast. Share this and other episodes with your friends and follow us so you never miss an episode. Taking a Walk is available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz,
2: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what?